Welcome to the Dr. April Jasper Show, relevant conversations for business owners of today. Your eyes and your vision are under attack, damaging blue light from the sun. Your phone, your computer, your tablet, even light bulbs and car headlights is constantly bombarding you. The good news is our eyes actually already have a line of defense to counter the effects of blue light. This defense is made up of three pigments called carotenoids. MacuHealth with Micromycel, the only supplement with the exclusive patent on all three macular carotenoids and Micromycel technology. Welcome everyone, we're so glad to be back and this is number 10 in our series, 10 Ways to Recession-Proof Your Practice. And I'm just gonna add a tagline and bring value and increase profitability in your practice. Okay. Because, you know, even when recession isn't a thing and that isn't a focus, right. it still is. These are the 10 ways that we've found that are really important in helping us build our practice. Right. So what's number 10? Okay, here it is. You ready? It is include patients and I'm going to put a slash customers in the process. Mm -hmm. So by that, I mean, and, and, and you know, Dave, we have a lot of listeners that are not optometrists. Mm -hmm. So we have other people in business that right. listen. So right. anytime I say patient in our practice, because we not it's a only, customer. yeah, it's, it's also a customer right. because we not only take care of patients, but we sell product. Right. So how do you involve them in the process? Well, you know, the way I look at it is patients didn't want to be involved in the process. They could just go buy online. Right. And that's a thing. People mm -hmm. do that. Yep. They are not going to get the care they get from us. They're not going to get the service they get from us. They're yep. not going to get the products they get from us. Mm -hmm. And they know that. And that's why we have a business. Right. So they come into the practice because they want to be cared for mm -hmm. and because they want to purchase, but they want the experience to be different. So what's part of the experience? Right. So the first thing I like to be thinking of is, and we talked about, I think, number two in our in our uh, series was to involve them by asking them questions and getting to know them. So we talked about what we use in our practice, which is called our visual treatment plan. Yep. It has eight questions on it that we ask our patients, one of which is, is there anything you love or don't love about your current glasses mm -hmm. or contacts? Mm -hmm. Another one is how much time do you spend on the computer? How many monitors do you use? Right. What do you do for hobbies? You guys remember this. You heard it. If you didn't, go back and listen to that one. <laughs> but the reason we want to know about our patients is because we then can involve them in the process of getting the right prescription for them right. and the right product for them to be able to give them their best vision for their lifetime. Mm -hmm. So we start by asking them the questions. We use technology, so that was one of our 10. Yep. We use technology to uh, develop, to, to take measurements and get photos, visual fields. We, we have all this technology that we use to obtain data, but the data's no good if we can't no. show the patients right. and involve them in the process of understanding why we did this, right. why we have this information, and mm -hmm. then what is the good of it and how is it gonna help us take care of them for the rest of their life. Right. And it's interesting, I don't know y'all if I told David this yet, but um, there was a time in the last month where again, go back to checklist manifesto and having systems and processes. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I forgot to show a patient their test results. 
And it doesn't mean I did a bad exam. The exam was still good and the, and the patient was taken care of, but they're so used to our process of collecting the data, yep. walking them through the whole thing. And somehow in that, either I got distracted. We know the two reasons people do it. And I didn't neglect it because I didn't think it was important. We right. know I wasn't number two, right? <laughs> but I forgot. And do you remember what happened? Maybe you do. Maybe you did hear about this. The patient called me. They called me afterwards because all of my patients have my cell phone number. Right. And she called me after and said, hey, doc, you forgot to go through my pictures with me. Can we set up a time to do that? And I said, absolutely. So we set up a time (laughs) and she called in and we walked through it. But I felt terrible. Right. And so there was good, though, in that. And the good is... It's incredible. How many patients... She really loves it. And I mean, yeah, I mean, what's the value in that? That they, she would actually remember year over year right. of an exam, of one particular part of an exam yes. that she missed out on this past year, which she got last year. Right. That's pretty impressive. I mean, that's just, that. I love that. And it tells you that it matters. They're a part of the process. Exactly. Yep. And that's exactly what we're saying. Include your patients mm-hmm. in this process that mm-hmm. you go through in your practice. Yep. So show them. Mm-hmm. And then tell them, tell them is the other thing. So it's one thing to show them what you're doing, but to not tell them why. Obviously, I did a great job of telling her why in the past because she called me up and said, "Uh, you didn't show me. Wait a minute, where is it? (laughs) My test results. So let's go through it. Yep. And you have to make a big production about it. So here's what I mean by that. There was, there's a book, uh, I think it's called something about Baptist health. I don't remember. I got you guys will have to get you the name of it, but it is a book that talks about the process of what they go through to provide good care for their patients. Mm. And so it's all about the customer or the patient experience, Mm -hmm. but they use an example in this book of how they on their reviews. So we all send out reviews Mm -hmm. to find out what our patients think of us. And in one of their uh, seasons of time, they said the one thing they were getting graded poorly on was protecting their patient's privacy. Right, yeah. And so they couldn't figure out why patients were saying that. Why are they rating us badly on this? We're doing everything. And they went back and they watched the processes. They looked to see what their doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals were doing. Yep. They didn't see anything wrong. Yeah, they were completely happy. They were completely satisfied with what they were doing when they they saw themselves doing it. So, which is crazy when you yeah, think about it, because yeah. you're just not you're just not in that world. It's like the completely separate side of the. You're not looking at the patient side of what's happening. So they were in a board meeting. The way the story goes, the way mm-hmm. it is in the book, and in this board meeting, they said they had someone that uh, they were just brainstorming, and one of the people in the board meeting said, "You know, why don't we?" when we do the things we're doing, make sure that we say that we're doing them and say it out loud to the patient. Right. And so the example they used is how when they would go into an exam room to see a patient, Mm -hmm. they would pull the dividing curtain. Mm -hmm. A curtain. A curtain. Not a wall. A curtain. And they would say to the patient, they told all of their team to say verbally, in order to protect your privacy, I'm going to pull this curtain. Right. That's all that they changed. (laughs) And they said their scores went out. They went up tremendously. Right. It fixed it, basically. Overnight, yeah. And so I went back to our office and I thought, wow, that's brilliant. What is it that we're doing that we're not telling people we're doing? Mm-hmm. And so we might not be getting credit for it right. in their mind. Right. And I don't need credit in another way, but I want patients to know the things we're doing that are incredible. And this no. was even before the days of COVID. Right. So one of the first things we did is when we would clean all the equipment, I made sure I told our teams, don't just clean it 
clean it and tell them you're cleaning it. Right. I'm cleaning all this to make sure everything is as it should be when mm-hmm. the doctor comes in. And then when you do other things, when you're adjusting their glasses, tell them what you're doing and right. why you're doing it. Right. And when I show them their images, I'm going to tell them this is why we took these images. Mm-hmm. And this is when you need to have it done again. Right. So that's really everything that we want to make sure of. We want to make sure we show our patients, we tell them what we're doing, and then if possible, we write it down. If you suffer from dry, scratchy, irritated eyes, the problem may actually stem from your eyelids. Cleansing eyelids daily is essential for maintaining healthy eyes, which is why doctors recommend OcuSoft Lid Scrub Allergy Eyelid Cleanser. New OcuSoft Lid Scrub Allergy removes oil, pollen, and other contaminants from your eyelids to effectively reduce redness, irritation, and itching caused by seasonal allergies. These pre-moistened wipes are easy to use, on the go, or at home. Simply wipe and leave on. As the industry standard of care, OcuSoft has a full line of eyelid cleansers for various conditions. Available through eye care professionals, most retail outlets, and Amazon.com. Visit OcuSoft.com for more details. So we talked about telling them. What's next? So I think the other thing that really matters to me, David, is to be able to help patients to remember by Mm -hmm. writing some things down. Now, we don't write everything down. I don't make a big deal about that. But I do think it's important to give them a general summary of what we did Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. And especially write down the things that I'm telling them that they need. So what I'm prescribing. So give patients a copy of their prescriptions Mm -hmm. and write down what they need as far as product that's going to give them the best vision for a lifetime. Right. And then I think it's important to ask them to purchase. Right. So patients get it. They, I mean, they want to, people want to support their friends. Mm -hmm. They want to keep businesses in business. Right. And it's not a big secret to patients that many practices are being purchased by bigger businesses. Right. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I do believe that they do want to support those of us too that are just on our own. Right. So why don't we ask? It's no different than the local farm to table restaurant, right? Yeah, sure. The local restaurants supporting the local farmers. It's the right. same same concept. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is when we go to a restaurant and we see that they sell a sauce or they sell fruit or mm-hmm. they sell a jelly or a jam. Right. David and I always, you, you and I are both very yeah. much about let's support them. Let's do yeah. what we can to yeah. be able to buy things from those. Mm-hmm. But if I don't even know they have it, then I'm, how do I know to even purchase it? Right. So I think that show them what you're doing, tell them why you're doing it, write it down. Right. And then prescribe what they need. So that's the fourth one in this. Prescribe Mm. what patients need. You don't go to your doctor because you want them to ignore you. You go to your doctor because you expect them to tell you what you need that's going to make you better Mm -hmm. if you're sick Mm -hmm. or keep you healthy if you're healthy and you just want to maintain good health. Right. Our patients are no different. Right. Same for me. I'm the patient half the time, right? You know exactly what I want when I need it for my bike rides. If I have the wrong eye protection, I'm not going to be good. Right. If I can't see my computer, if I can't see my watch, it's not. It's just not the same. You can't function properly. You can't exercise or do what you want to do right without the right equipment. So I, I definitely want the best stuff when I'm out yeah. doing something. Well, you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to pay right. somebody, in what other industry do you walk into a business and pay them to tell you mm-hmm. what's best for you? Right. And then they don't tell you right. because they're afraid you're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. I've never understood that. What my job is to do is to make sure my patients know what's going on with them today. Mm-hmm. What can I do as a doctor? What can I prescribe for them to make them see their best and maintain good health, eye health for a lifetime? Right. And then ask them to buy it, carry it, have it in our office mm-hmm. and tell them we have it. And I'm not going to be outrageously expensive. I mean, I'm not going to take advantage of my patients, but no. they want to have their product right then and there if they can possibly do it. Yeah. So what else in this? Let's look. Ask for feedback. You know, I don't know often if I'm doing it right if I don't get patients to tell me what they think of the process. Right. Why'd you make that face? I don't know. It's hard to ask for patients patients in the office for feedback right away. Um, it, it, not everybody. You're right. I yeah. can't. I don't have enough time. But what we do is we send out surveys. Right. And patients do give us their feedback on mm-hmm. the surveys. Good, yeah. bad, and ugly. Yep. And I'll never forget. Just like Baptist Health. Yes. And I'll never forget <laughs> talking to Amazon that one time that I was oh, in a yeah. meeting with them. And and they were not at all bothered by the fact that they had negative reviews in certain areas. And right. I looked at them and I said, how is it it doesn't bother you when you have when you have a negative review? Right. And they said, because we look at it as a way of learning. Hmm. I don't want to have a negative review. No, you'd rather be able to figure it all out yourself. But right. But if I do. You can't with that many products like they're doing it's it's right yeah and that's for normal us, for them you know i mean i'm not there every day mm-hmm. and even for doctors that are there every single day in their office they're seeing patients right they're not they don't know what maybe so what's going on what's in the going on in the other rooms or how the lenses are getting checked in or whatever right yeah so it's just a part of life we mm-hmm. get instant feedback and if we want to get more instant feedback then one of the things we've done in our office is we actually give patients cards mm-hmm. So uh, we give a patient a business card that says we want you or to be uh, 100% completely happy. And if you're not, and it has my cell phone number on it, right. so they can call me anytime. And if they don't mm-hmm. call me, right. I would be upset. Yeah. And I think you've even told a couple of patients that. I have. Yep. <laughs> I absolutely have. And then I guess the, the last thing really when I think about including patients in the process is to be able to follow up with them and see how they felt that everything was going. So by that, I mean, if I know a patient is very concerned about something that we're working on, it's not a medical thing. Maybe it's a product that we're uh, starting them on Mm -hmm. and they don't have an appointment to come back. Mm -hmm. I'll call them and I'll say, Hey, how's it going? What's, what's happening? How do you feel you're doing here? Yeah. Most of the time it's going to be an actual appointment because we need to see them to see how things are going. Correct. Because the eyeball is a very unique structure and that, you don't know mm-hmm. without actually seeing it. Mm-hmm. But I think in that process, you want to know that what you're doing is working. And so many times the way to do that is to ask them. You can look for feedback instantaneously. You can ask patients if you really want to. And right. we've done that a few times. Yeah. And then you can call them and ask them for feedback. Mm-hmm. And you can watch those surveys as they come in. Excellent. Anything I left out? No, I think we covered it. So we went through 10 ways to recession-proof your practice Mm -hmm. over a period of time. I hope you'll go back and you'll listen to all of them. Start at the beginning. They all live on their own. But at the same time, I think when you put them all together, it'll really make sense as to why it can make a big difference in your practice. And we'll try to go through more examples here and there as we record more. But we just want you all to know how much we appreciate you listening to us how uh, what, how much we appreciate that you give us feedback, just yeah. like we say we do with our patients. We want to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to continue to improve and bring you information that you find valuable. So thank you. 